Hello, I'm Leroy Garcia, and this is Blue Rain Gallery Podcast. Today in the studio, we have with us a very wonderful person, longtime friend, longtime collector, uh, art appreci appreciator, and an artist himself. Marshall Hunt, welcome. Thank you, Leroy. Thank you for coming today, and uh, we have some things to talk about. And uh, one of the things that I've tried to do recently, you know, after uh, interviewing tons of artists and, and how their careers go, um, I've been trying to get collectors in here, uh, special collectors that have a very passionate view of collecting art and what art is. And um, we've had uh, also a long time journey with these we with these collectors and um last week we did a couple uh of collectors from uh michigan and uh san diego and uh today marshall is from las vegas dallas and santa fe i guess you could say no originally from oklahoma oh originally from oklahoma um so let, let's start with a little bit of your history um before we started this recording, we were talking a little bit about uh, uh, Marshall's roots. And Marshall uh, has been on a journey, but he's he's reached back to his past and discovered uh, his heritage. And so let's talk a little bit about your heritage uh, as we just discussed. But go ahead and review this for our, for our uh, people that are watching. Um, well, I was born in uh, Oklahoma, 1957. Nice. It was a great year. <laughs> Uh, my uh, mother is a uh, Seminole Indian, and my father was uh, German and Scotch-Irish. And um, we lived in uh, Ardmore, Oklahoma is where I grew up. Uh, my mother and her whole family is from Seminole County, uh, Maud, Oklahoma. And uh, we, uh, we grew up uh, not as uh, uh, a lot of about our native culture that I, I have now discovered about. Uh, when my mother was growing up, she was taught to be ashamed uh, to be uh, Indian. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And um, so she, uh, she tried to fit in, uh, but you know, as she was taught. And so uh, it uh, took us both a long time to kind of start to connect and for her to share her story with me mm -hmm. and for me to really go out and discover my family and our roots and, uh, and you know, for the internet and uh, our, the fact that we were given a roll number. Uh, all our family at the time was given roll numbers back in the late 1800s under the Dawes Rolls. And so through that and the internet, we're, I was able to go back and really rebuild uh, an entire history from 1838 when my grandfather was captured during the Second Seminole War and uh, put on steamers and brought to Indian territory, uh, uh, later to fight in the Civil War. Uh, and uh, I discovered all this and plus, and more. We could, we could spend hours, hours talking about hours. what I've learned. Yeah. And uh, so I, um, I like to tell people that, you know, I may not be 100% native, but uh, I have a 100% native soul. I've discovered that. I, I agree with that. I see that in you. And uh, in, in fact, watching you over the years, have you, as you've uh, discovered more and more about yourself, and that, that it's not been nice to see. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, It's been a great journey, actually. Yeah. I, I don't remember what year I met you. It must have been around 2004, 2005. 2005. 2005. Um, 
Peter Stessel, who is a, a director here, uh, came to me and said, hey, there's this guy, he's from, he's from Las Vegas, and he's interested in some Tammy Garcia stuff. And that's the first time I met Marshall. He, so I went over there, shook his hand, and he's all, Leroy, I'm going to take these two sculptures, but they need to be stamped number seven. I'm like, what? He's all, yeah, lucky number seven. <laughs> so um, along that started our, our adventure uh, kind of together here. And um, it's it, Marshall has been such a great supporter of the Native American uh, art community since and hardcore and uh, very appreciative of that. Um, Marshall, what, what do you do as far as your career? Uh, my career is uh, really the last 39 years is I've been in the electrical wholesale and lighting business. And um, that's really, I started, uh, I grew up in a slaughterhouse in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. uh, grinding hamburger at six and salt and hides, uh, uh, you know, oh with my, my brother. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, uh, and so two weeks out of high school, I uh, caught a ride with a guy going to California who dropped me off in Las Vegas. And I've uh, been there ever since, and that was in 1975. And so I started out as an apprentice meat cutter because I didn't really know anything else. And, um, and wound up in business with a couple of guys and owned a meat market for every retail meat market, did some wholesale stuff for about four years and left there and uh, went to work for my uh, best friend at the time's uh, dad, mm -hmm. uh, basically starting over and working in the warehouse. He was a lighting supply company. And then a year and a half later, we all left uh, his, uh, his brother and sister and the mother, and we opened a company called Nedco Supply, which his dad founded. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've been there ever since. And, and that was 1982. Went. And away you went. And away we went. So um, if anybody comes to Blue Rain Gallery, you can look up at the lights, and those are all pro uh, provided <laughs> by Nedco. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, and thank you for the business. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, so tell me about your, your collecting journey. What do you like to collect? Uh, who's, your, who's your favorite artist? Uh, things of that nature. So um, I really started uh, collecting probably in the early 80s. Um, prints, just I couldn't afford much, but I, prints were uh, always a, a good starting point. I bought my first uh, Kachina and Flagstaff, actually. Uh, and... Um, uh, that was probably in 80, 81. Uh, that's probably my first piece of original art. Oh, nice. And, um, and a friend of mine, uh, introduced me to Gallup ceremonials. He took me out and, uh, he that said, was probably in the heyday of Gallup ceremonials. It, it, it too, was great. Right? Uh, it was, uh, they had the big parade, which had probably at the time 30 or 40 Navajo code talkers in the parade. Oh, nice. And uh, as we all know, that, that has come pretty to much a, to an end. Gone. And, uh, but it was, a, it was a very proud moment for me. Uh, and that kind of was, uh, you know, I've always been proud of my heritage, but that, that actually took me to an, a new level of uh, being around all of that and uh, going out and seeing all the art and, and uh, seeing the, the co-talkers really, which is, I mean, they're everybody's hero if, if you're native. I mean, yeah. that, that whole story yeah. is, uh, is uh, it's one of our great stories. I we think given uh, R.C. Gorman's dad was a co-talker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, natives have many oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. glorious stories, yeah. but that is one that, uh, that I, I'm very proud of. Yeah. Um, 
So that started my journey. He introduced me to green chili at Gennaro's. Oh, on, man. Uh, I think it started on, an addiction. Probably. I think on, it's either on 7th Street or 4th Street. And, <laughs> and I know just where it's at. I can find it every time. Uh, and, uh, and then I made my way to Santa Fe. Uh, uh, I've also hunted all over uh, New Mexico from Cimarron to Eagle's Nest and uh, Angel Fire. And, uh, and so it's, uh, it's just a magical place. And, uh, and so we, um, we wound up here, me and my wife, Leanne, in uh, 2004 uh, to, to uh, pick up an original commission I had done with J.D. Challenger. And um, and then we just said, hey, this is cool. Yeah. And so and away you went and away we went. Yeah. So uh, give me some highlights of your uh, the art that you've collected. Oh, because uh, there's so many. I know. Just just start you know, thinking about and just go down the list. <laughs> you asked me if I had a, a favorite artist and and um, it's probably the last piece I bought, you know, and but they're all my favorites, really, because we have never sold a a piece of art that we have collected. Well, you're, you're, um, when I think about your collections, it seems eclectic, like Blu-ray and gallery, you, mm -hmm. you do a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything. Yeah. We, I mean, we have pots, we have, um, we have paintings, we have sculptures, um, uh, beadwork and mm -hmm. quill work and, uh, war clubs and, uh, it, uh, jewelry, the whole enchilada. Yeah. We just, you know, we just love it all. And the, I think the greatest pride that we have, is really the relationships that we've developed with the artist and the galleries, you know, and, and uh, with you and Peter and, and your staff and uh, and many galleries in town. And, uh, um, you know, the artists are just, um, you know, it's, it's a very humbling experience uh, once you understand how artists truly struggle. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a few that that uh, hit this pinnacle, but it's but they do it for the love of what they do. Uh, they do it to pay the bills and put food on the table. And we, um, we focused on trying to uh, really collect from living artists and, mm -hmm. and new artists that are up and coming because we know that, you know, it, it helps. Um, it helps us all. I mean, yeah. uh, the enjoyment that we get out of it is... is well, I always, uh, you know, I, I did a podcast uh, um, way back and uh we talked about the passion to create you can't go to an artist like uh, paul plick or tony bezzi stop painting it's not in them they're gonna right. paint i mean paul has had uh serious back problems and he still paints it'd be easy for him to say i'm retired at this point but he's still at it and um <clears throat> what parallels that though is also the passion to collect and you have that uh and then you have a trifecta because you're an artist yourself which we'll talk about um Tell me about them. So when, when I first met you, you had a little condo uh, not too far from the gallery. And then you, you found a place down in Tosuki area. Um, tell me about your journey as far as developing your uh, home here in Santa Fe. Because that, that's a special place. It is. It's, and there's a sign on the front. What does it say? It says, Welcome to Indian Country. Right. So, okay. Tell me about the whole concept, how you so, did this. So... Um, so you mentioned uh, uh, about um, my artistry, which I is really uh, writing. Yes. And um, so um, as in writing this project, this property, which we were um, honored to get, um, and that's an, another uh, story, but it's, uh, it's a good one. Um, and um, 
it needed a lot of care. But what, when, we, when we got there, we just felt this amazing energy. Uh, and um, so we just, once we got there, we started to clean the property up. And then the very first thing that, that I installed out there was, and I didn't realize this at the time, was a big turtle uh, planter that was made out of stone. And we grew strawberries in his feet. And then in his back, we had Pueblo corn. And uh, it's, it, you can see it from Google Earth. It's really, it's cool. You can see this turtle. And, and, uh, and, uh, and then from there, everything just started to kind of come together and evolve. And we built, uh, we, we installed a teepee. And then I found this amazing white buffalo by Kevin Box Kevin that's mm -hmm. there. And I had this um, Americana art, this 11 foot tall uh, iron uh, warrior that's, mm -hmm. that sets up on some rocks. And, and then as we moved to the back, uh, we started finding all this cool stuff and obviously Pueblo art. Um, I, at the top where we had the uh, acequia, um, I wanted to- Acequia means ditch. A ditch, a ditch. yeah. And um, so I had this big flat spot up there that I, uh, I wanted to put a labyrinth. And, uh, and um, uh, Jeremy Medlock's uh, uh, wife, Autumn, uh, who's a Santa Clara Potter and Tammy Garcia's sister. Um, he told her about it. He was trying to look on the computer on how to build that out of stone because he just did all this beautiful stone. He did work. a great job. Order, it, really. it, it's a, he did this. He, did, he got the vision. Yeah. And then uh, Autumn came back and and with a drawing of an Avanu and uh, said, I think Marshall needs an Avanu here with all this water around and and I, uh, I said, can we do that? And, and she said, if, if he likes it, I will ask for mm -hmm. permission to whoever she asked. She right. said, we can do that. And so we put this Avon you down and it's an amazing, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's hard, it's hard to describe right. It's just very powerful. And I, I go out there sometimes for meditation. And I close my eyes and I try, and it goes in the circular from his tail all the way to his head out with the lightning bolts. And I call it walking the snake. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I do, and it's, it's a great spiritual moment. Uh, and um, so, and then, um, so, so we've really, after all this got completed and with all the installation of all the outdoor art, I realized that um, it really wasn't so much my vision as, as I think the property guided me and the spirits, we know that the spirits are solid that live there. Um, and it really became an honoring of Indian country. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's how I describe it. And that's really the final installation was that rock. Was that rock? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it has a quote that I took from a dinner with uh, my chief, uh, Chief Enoch Kelly Haney, uh, who gave this wonderful speech. And I took some of his words and inscribed a quote on the rock mm -hmm. and dedicated it to him. And uh, that was the final installation, which is then. Well, it's a beautiful property, and uh, you have water features in there. Yeah, I have a yeah. seventy-foot waterfall, and you have a, then a good acre exhibit. In yeah, there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. You have a lot of uh, beautiful tan yeah. sculptures. Yeah, rain messengers mm -hmm. and transcendence. And yeah, it's a it's beautiful. And so, tell me about your man cave. Um, so, <laughs> the man cave. It's it's really the man cava. Um, you know, it resembles a kiva. Um, you know, not we in Pueblo, I, uh, I don't feel we should call it a Kiva. And so Kenneth Johnson, Man he Kiva. says, we're going to call it the Mankeva, Marshall. Mankeva. 
And so um, uh, Tim Starr uh, built this fantastic building out back, this two-story building, which has a writing studio upstairs. And underneath is this man cave that is three quarters underground. And uh, Roxanne Swinzel did all of the plaster work in there. Hint. She's amazing, she, huh? She, she, she <laughs> they, they mixed the straw and the sand right there on their property. And then she, she did all this amazing natural plaster work inside. And there's been a lot of people over the years, cause we have this big annual barbecue where we invite all our artists, friends and gallery people and other friends. And we usually have a hundred to 120 people. And we just completed our, our uh, ninth barbecue. So when we opened the whole property, and uh and it uh this year was uh, no exception it was a beautiful moment so yeah i saw the pictures they were beautiful normally i go to those this year i was just too burnt out <laughs> yeah I just, i've done like three weeks without a day your, off your so daughter I'm represented yeah, very well thank you leah yeah. <laughs> well that, that's pretty cool so let's let's talk about your creativity um you know i, I follow marshall on uh, facebook and uh i swear this man every day writes something new and I don't know where you have the time and the energy to do that, but they're very creative. So tell me a little bit about your art form and, and what you write. Um, I, um, I've been writing since I was a little kid stuff and not all the time. I didn't really embrace it, but for some reason I, I would just write. Uh, as I got older, um, um, things would come to me and I would feel compelled to write. You, you mentioned that Paul Pletka and Tony, you can't tell them not to paint. They have to paint. And, uh, I, um, I wrote a story called The Poet, one, and it's, it's, he has to write. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a gift and a disease. It's like art collecting, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I call it a disease because <laughs> it's hard to, it's like getting tattoos. Once you get one, you gotta have two. Right, right. And then, um, but uh, the writing is as is, is inspirational as it, uh, as uh, if I try to sit down and write something, it, it doesn't work out. I have to, let something hit me, a moment, a word. And I actually wrote something this morning. Oh, nice. I hadn't, I've been busy all week with Indian <laughs> market and stuff. And so I wrote something this morning uh, that, uh, and I thought of you when I did, cause you said you wanted to talk about that. So. Do you have it memorized? I, I don't, but I have it on my phone where that's where I do all my writing. I, I think we should get to that. But before that, um, I, one of these barbecues that you've talked about, I attended and you, uh, had one of your writings uh collaborated with the song right with, with the with the a music musician oh yeah right, right sure who was that oh uh scott van zinn mm -hmm. i've uh, i've written lots of songs uh with him and uh, collaborated and he's got a rock and roll ep coming out that we wrote together oh, nice. and uh, <laughs> is so. that the only one you've collaborated with oh, on music um no uh, uh another guy named mike flinger we've wrote lots of songs who, who scott were best friends in nashville i had traveled to to write songs with them and we did some country songs and and also a, a guy named kent blazy i was fortunate not to have a couple of songs that came out with that got written with him and uh he's a uh, wrote like five number ones with Garth Brooks. So he's uh, so he knows he's a, yeah, yeah. And a very beautiful soul, you yeah. know? And uh, so, um, so yeah, so I just, I've been fortunate to just do stuff that, that uh, I'd never dreamed it would be possible. Well, that was a memorable moment at your barbecue, listening to your words uh, in song and uh, very impactful. And I appreciate you sharing that. Let's, let's, let's uh, read what you wrote this morning. All right. Um, so 
I, uh, I come from lots of places, you know, I've had, I've had a, a, a light, a light journey. I've mm-hmm. had a dark journey. And I, so, uh, writing, like, I think all things, uh, come from experiences in life. And somebody asked me one time, just, is that all you? And I said, well, there's parts of me probably in all of it, yeah. you know? And, uh, but, but I, I try to present a healing message and maybe something someone can get out of. And so what I wrote this morning, uh, is called, um, excuse me, uh, grateful for granted. And it goes like this. I had it all just like in the dance. I had it right in my palm. You couldn't be better. Took me higher than heaven. The love in your eyes made me feel so alive. Yeah, I had it. But then I took grateful for granted. Flying too high and trying to land it. And I'm sorry, leaving you stranded was not how I planned it. But now I'm understanding how I just handed him over to you. Yeah, I took grateful for granted, like I had nothing to lose. The voices I hear, the beat of my heart says, let go all the fear. In the end, I need more, unsatisfied knocking at my door. I knew you'd stay. I just knew you'd stay, but it all slipped away. Yeah, I had it. The simple pleasures, unnamed and unknown, I sit alone with all the things I had to own and all the things I didn't know I couldn't hold. Yeah, I had it. But then I took grateful for granted, flying too high and trying to land it. And I'm sorry, leaving you stranded was not how I planned it. But now I'm understanding how I just handed him over to you. Yeah, I took grateful for granted like I had nothing to lose. Nice. You know, I'll say this uh, about my friend Marshall. Um, both of us have gone through dark days and shiny days. And, uh, but as I've seen Marshall mature way faster than me, he's been a very solid person and uh, somebody that I admire and listen to. And thank you for sharing everything that you have with me in my life and with my gallery and all these beautiful artists. Thank you for coming to the studio today. Yeah, thank you, Leroy. Yeah. It's a, it's a been an honor of mine to uh, learn from you, as well, mm-hmm. and to, um, and uh, I, I'm proud of what you've achieved uh, as well. Uh, and uh, I, I know your journey, and we all have those. Yes. And uh, 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 the light is always better. It 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 does. It always gets better as yeah. we as we appreciate just, it. Yeah, mostly. Just stay in the light, brother. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming in today, Marshall. Really appreciate it. Um, I'd like to encourage our audience to subscribe to our podcast uh, through all the platforms: Spotify, iTunes, etc. Uh, and if you're not familiar with that, you can always go to BlueRainGallery.com under podcasts and uh, view those beautiful moments that we have, like today. Also, I'd like to encourage people to bring art into their everyday life by going to blueRainPrintShop.com. Thank you again, Marshall. Thank you, Leroy. See you next time. All right, buddy. <laughs> See you. <laughs> hey,